We're excited to announce that our very own podcasting platform, Zencaster, has become the new sponsor to the show. Check out the podcast discount link in our show notes. Stay tuned for why we love using Zencaster for the podcast. Are you looking to start your journey in podcasting but not sure how? Kangaroo Firm Media Lab got you covered. Everything you need to know in launching and growing your podcast is here. Book a call now at kangaroofirm.com. By the way, I just released my ebook Harness the Power of Podcasting. To get a free copy, just go over to mikosantos.co/freebook. That is m i k o s a n t o s.co/freebook. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.k-a-n-g-a-r-o-o-f-e-r-n.com It's Adelaide's podcast on Ozpod Syndicate. Episode, we're talking about startup. So, do you want to take your business or idea to the next level? So, startup, hustle mode, so how to grow your business. And we're lucky enough to have a guest who is doing this for a long time. He got his own, she got his own company. It's Switch Start Scale. And please welcome Wendy Perry. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for the invitation. Before we go ahead, can you tell us about yourself? Uh, sure thing. So uh, from a business point of view, I've run a company for 17 years. That's called Workforce Blueprint. And just recently, we were lucky enough to win the contract from the Australian government uh, to be the entrepreneurship facilitator for Adelaide. And that program is called Switch Start Scale. Tell us about the Switch Start Scale. Sure. So uh, the idea behind it is that we really need more people to start up their own business and to scale up to employ other people. So uh, we want to see more people, you know, coming up with business ideas, going from a side hustle to um, a startup and also then scaling up and being a bit of a standout. So the program has three main components to it. First part of it is coaching and mentoring and people can tap into that as much as they like. Most people come about once a month, helps mm-hmm. keep them accountable. Uh, then there's a whole series of events, tours, uh, we host delegations, lunches, whatever we find that people need in terms of professional development, we can put into those. And then the third part of it is um, just more broadly promoting entrepreneurship with schools, you know, community groups, um, making sure that people understand that it's a legitimate option uh, in terms of self-employment. What do you think, uh, if I have an idea right now and I don't know where to start, what is your help and tips to, to get into entrepreneurship? Well, I guess it depends what stage you're at. So some people will have the ideas still in their head and they haven't yet put anything down on paper or, you know, um, they haven't got any way of describing what it is. So when I catch up with people, we usually do an A to Z of everything required for that business idea to turn it into reality. Mm-hmm. Um, similar process if you've got an existing business and we need to figure out what we should hone in on, what are the priorities. 
the main tip I guess though about if you've got a business idea and you're wondering if this is something in it, is it something real, could I turn it into a business? Uh, validation is really key. So, you know, what problem is it that you're solving? Who are you solving that problem for? And have you spoken to enough people to get that feedback that, you know, there's a real market for something like this? It's mm-hmm. not just some idea that you've come up with one day. So it's not easy to to into into the business. So you have to research as well what is the best niche to to do um, a business. In your experience, um, is there a lot of people are wanted to talk to you just to like a business plan? Do I need to d- do we need to have a business plan? You need to have some sort of plan, but um, not really a big fan of um, old fashioned, you know, thick business plans. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is now, you know, people might write them, they'll do all of this research. More of a focus has to be on the action side of it. So, um, you know, that's all good. You definitely have to do research. You have to make sure that you're speaking to the right people though. Some people will go to events or networking Mm -hmm. and they'll talk to people and they've got all this advice and they'll speak to different coaches and mentors. But you still have to filter that information and advice. You know, is it... Is it true? Is it correct? Is, has that person got any kind of insight into what I'm trying to do? And some people go to events for support and networking, but they're not where their target market actually is. So you've really got to hone in on, you know, for this particular group of people that I might be targeting, you know, this particular product, service experience, where should I be getting true kind of feedback and advice? So you're saying you need to have a good research or marketing research to this type of product before you say, ah, I'll go ahead with that. Uh, well, it depends. Like you might come across family and friends and they'll want to be as supportive as possible. So they'll say, yes, of course, you should pursue it, you should go ahead. Uh, you definitely need to understand your competition, but there's something that's even more important than that, and that is your point of difference. So there might be lots of people already, you know, offering a similar product or service or experience. Uh, I have lots of clients that are working on the same sorts of problems, but they think they're the only one that's come up with the solution. So you definitely need to check that out. But a key question is whether or not you can answer what is your point of difference? What do you do better or differently? Or, um, you know, what's your approach? Why would somebody choose you? over another person in the same type of business. So you're saying you have to be unique? Well, that you've got to have a reason why. If I'm comparing, you know, people in the same sort of product category or service category, I'm going to go with this guy, you know, because of these reasons. And ideally, if you can tune in to what your target market and your customer says, use the exact same words and language um, that they use, back in the marketing, then that's going to give you an immediate sort of step up from, from your competition. Say if you don't know what your target is and you mm. don't know where to start is, is that going to be coming up with just like you to help them? Yeah, so normally, you know, I have a catch-up session with a client and it's a bit of, we call it a stock-take session. It's like, where are you up to? What have you done? What are you working on? The A to Z plan, like everything in business, uh, that then helps figure out where should we be focusing. And we go down to the level of detail too. Who are you reaching out to? Who are you connected to? Who do you need to be connected to? 
what events and networking are you going to? Are they the right ones? Um, help with brainstorming because sometimes you just need to talk it through with somebody else to really tease out, you know, normally there's multiple target markets. So who are they and where do they hang out? Where are you going to find them? Mm, sounds Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. To many, many <laughs> objective or obstacle to, to do that. So because of that research, you have to yeah. get your old target. Um, is the government also helping this small business to start up, scale up? Sure. Um, there's lots of different initiatives that Australian governments, state and local governments have. So um, this particular service, Entrepreneurship Facilitator Service, is funded by the Australian government. There's 23 entrepreneurship facilitators around the country. Now, everyone has a bit of a different approach. Mm-hmm. So, um, But the thing about it is the Australian government recognises that we need to create more jobs, we need to help more businesses get to the next level, we need to have um, people that have more of a global perspective to mm-hmm. what they're doing, um, exporting and so on. So there's lots of different support programs, grants, um, training that you can that you can tap into. So when we get together, we go through, you know, what are the all of the options that are relevant um, for you and, you know, what, what could you be going to to help you. But I guess it can seem a bit overwhelming. So even though there's all these things that you've got to do, we mm-hmm. bring it back down to what's practical, what's the top, a couple of things that you need to do next. What if I don't have any budget? <laughs> <laughs> so I have uh, an idea, right? I have common. an idea, Yeah. but I have limited budget. Is yes. the government assist with that? Or you need to ask mom and dad, family to start up? Well, well... No one ever has enough money to do everything that they want to do. A lot of things don't actually cost you much money. There's no magic grant that you can tap into to help you start up your own business. You do basically have to figure out a way to fund it yourself. There's support, there's coaching, training, there's things like that, but there's no magic bucket of money. Uh, I guess some people think that what they want to do is going to cost them a lot, but when you break it down to getting to a minimum viable product or service and doing that testing, that validation, Mm -hmm. the cost is really your time. If you're doing a product-based business, that's definitely harder because you have to get to a prototype, like a physical product, and you've got lots of costs associated with manufacturing. But again, through networking, often you'll find people that will help you out, that will help you kind of get to those next, next steps. But... If you're going to start your own business, yeah, you definitely have to be prepared to invest your own time, your own money, and if you can get help from other places, that's a bonus. You say there's a lot of program also of, of sometimes it's free as well. When we're talking about free, mm-hmm. is a social media platform is free. Yeah. So some small business doesn't know how to use it. Is that mm-hmm. very important nowadays that you know just one platform of social media to use, like a Facebook? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know that I can think of a business where social media is not part of your marketing strategy. In some businesses, it's going to be more important than others. Um, I know some people will say, you know, pick a platform and do it really well. 
but it's more pick the platforms mm-hmm. where your customers are hanging out. And I would say, for example, if you're running a business, like everyone, you know, needs to have a professional profile on LinkedIn because people are going to suss you out, check you out, watch your reputation, watch your credibility. In Google search results, LinkedIn comes up really high. And then you look at, you know, is it Facebook, Instagram, um, YouTube because video gives you really good search engine optimization. You know, you need to really put some logical thought into where am I most going to communicate and find my customers and keep in touch with them as well. So you have to research as again for your target. Of course. So if, say, if your young target audience is young, so you might go to mm-hmm. TikTok because that's now young people going there. So you have to mm. make your choice, which is the best platform to do. Yep. So next question I have oops, sorry, is... This is today is nov- uh, this month is November. Yes. When we say November is a mental health month. Uh-huh. So as a business owner or entrepreneurship, is there also issue on mental health that yep. some people doesn't talk about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so definitely there is. And last last month in October we ran a mental wealth for entrepreneurs event which was supported by the South Australian Mental Health Commission, Chris mm. Burns. And also um, we had three guest speakers. We had Aaron, Kate and Belle. Mm-hmm. They are all entrepreneurs and they shared their own personal story. So totally this is an area that we all have to take better care of ourselves. We need to definitely take better care of others. And we absolutely need to have much more of a conversation about it. I know some people can be reluctant to share because, you know, what will people think of me? Will they want to work with me? Will they want to buy from me? Um, But it's absolutely critical that we do um, help each other and that we make it more, you know, normal, if you like, more um, acceptable, let's say, to talk about mental health. That's great. So for people like me or who is listening right now and watching right now, If I want to go ahead to start up a business, because some people think if you say start up, the first thing they're going to think is about technology. So starting up a tech company. Mm -hmm. They don't know they're also start up for a different type of business. What is your advice if if I want to go ahead, start start up a business? What is your advice to them? kind of like embedded in your question is this other question like what is a startup so you know a startup is not just a high growth tech company it can be any business really in any industry that's got potential for growth Um, technology is just more common now that it's going to be a core part of what everyone kind Mm -hmm. of does Um, I wouldn't recommend that you come up with a business name and you go and register it straight away and then you're off kind of thing it doesn't really work like that So um, we talk about a minimum viable product. So getting your minimum viable product, your solution, your experience into some sort of shape or form that you can kind of like test out with people. Like make sure before you start a business that you do have people that are going to buy from you, that they want what that you're offering, Mm -hmm. that your solution solves the actual problem. Um, The businesses and the startups and the people that do well, they put time energy and effort into that 
And then once they realise, yep, this is something, I've got an opportunity here, yes, there's definitely a market, people will pay me for this, then they go through all of the kind of mandatory steps to figure out and register their business structure and their name and, you know, their website and getting all their socials up and all that kind of thing. So so that's if you need to have some business or you want to create your own business, just listen to Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so they need to research, plan everything, not just, oh, look like, looks good, so I can go straight away. So you have to be plan ahead. Yeah, but that doesn't have to take a long time. And that's why I guess we said that we do action plans, not big business plans. Like this is not going to be months or a year's worth of work. You know, mm. we very much subscribe to lean startup, you know, methodology. And you do in days what would normally take you months or um, or weeks. And you put your product or your service out in the market as quick as you possibly can. And you get feedback, you know, is it a flop? Are people going to buy it? What do people tell you it needs to be tweaked and so on? And you can continually start working on it. A danger is that people think, oh, this thing has to be perfect or I haven't yet formed mm -hmm. up what it is, right? And they think, oh, you know, in their head is all the answers. The more people you speak to, the more people you ask advice, it's more like listening, not telling and not pitching to, you know, salesy, the more people that you can kind of get that support and advice and feedback from, their actual feedback, their words, their language, you know, will shape your product and your service. And that's gold if you understand that. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. Because then when you put your products and services out into the marketplace, it's using the exact language that your customers use. And they're like, oh, you know, he or she, they completely get what, mm -hmm. I'm, what I'm about and what I kind of need. So you're saying it's not to be overthinking of the product. Yes, absolutely. Many people kind of procrastinate. They wait till it's perfect. They're like, oh, I'm not sure what it is yet. I'm like, no, no, go out and speak to as many people as you can. Just have conversations about what you're thinking about and see what kind of feedback that you that you actually get. Yeah. So you say overthinking. So what's about why it's mindfulness is important to an in entrepreneur or business yeah. owner? <laughs> Because you've got to be able to sleep, right? <laughs> you've got to be off. Switch probably, off. Yeah. yeah, you have to be able to switch off and sleep. And and that's really hard. If you've got stuff going around in your mind constantly, and this doesn't matter what stage of business you're at, like everyone's, you know, has times where they just can't switch off and can't sleep. But you're not giving yourself a chance to kind of like recover, recuperate for things to sort of gel. Um, in your mind and um, with your mind constantly on like that, that can be, you know, really kind of dangerous and it does then link back to some Mental of this. Health. Yeah, totally. And physical health, like um, you've got to be able to sleep well, mm -hmm. you know, you've got to give yourself some time out, um, you've got to be able to relax. And plus, your friends and family might not <laughs> like the fact <laughs> that you talk about business all the time. Thank you so much for that. So, for... Parting words, so what do you, what are your message to our future entrepreneur? So I think, another question I have, so is the South Australian government are putting this type of program to young people, like yeah. young kids? For sure. So in South Australia, we have a chief entrepreneur called Jim Wally. And um, we sort of took the idea from Queensland. That was a clever idea. <laughs> 
And our government has entrepreneurship as a priority. We have Lot 14 being developed. But prior to that, and even now, we have a really significant entrepreneurial ecosystem. It's a little bit hidden sometimes, but it's huge and there's so much support available for you. We have entrepreneurship specialist schools in South Australia. But aside from them, we do have other schools and institutions that are looking at entrepreneurial capability. Our state is really open-minded in mm-hmm. terms of innovation, entrepreneurship, and it's like the next set of employability skills is like entrepreneurial capability. Not just start your own business, but be an entrepreneur, entrepreneur for your employer, or a social innovator solving social goals mm-hmm. and problems. Uh, so it's the next capability that everybody needs to have. And I would also say in terms of future entrepreneurs, It's not like this person can be an entrepreneur and this person can't be an entrepreneur. Um, Anyone does actually have the opportunity now to develop their entrepreneurial capability. They just might demonstrate it in different different ways. Mm. Sounds interesting. So I don't know that South Australian government are putting this on the young kids. So I don't realise that. Yeah, absolutely they are. So they announced those specialist schools last year. Um, and they've also introduced entrepreneurship as a subject in our South Australian Certificate of Education. Um, And under the Department for Education and Department for Industry and Skills, there's lots of different initiatives Mm. now um, to build this kind of capability. And schools themselves and um, universities, other institutions, they're just getting on with bringing in these types of programs as well. Mm, That's fantastic. So young kids learned how to do their own business <laughs> yeah. or entrepreneurship. Sure. Um, that's a g- great idea. Um, anything else that our listener and audience can, any parting words? Um, sure. So, so that they know that there's a, a program like you're doing right now, the mm-hmm. Switch, Start and Scale? Sure. So um, people that are um, listening and watching, you might be thinking, how can how can I get involved? If you want to do some work with schools and young people, there's an opportunity to be involved in Growth Hacks coming up in December. So this is where businesses and startups, scale-ups, any organisation really, pitch a problem and um, high school and primary school students will work on it for two days or five days. Mm -hmm. It's two different models. And they will get that solution as far as possible in very practical terms, not just a planning competition. So there's things like that. Schools are always looking for businesses and industry to get involved. Um, If you have a business idea, a startup or a scale-up, maybe a side hustle, you want to make that your main game, you can tap into Switch Start Scale for free. There's no cost for the coaching and mentoring um, and all of our events are for free as well. Most people tap in about once a month um, and there's no limit to it either. Wow, that's fantastic. Thank you so much, Wendy. So I will link all the website and all the social media of Wendy on our website and also on the on our platform. So if you have, if you are interested in free business and startup support, just look for Wendy. And also on the Facebook page, there's a lot of events that you're posting every day. Yeah. So aside from our own events, we share everybody else's events. You know, across the whole startup ecosystem. So. Um, so many different topics. You could go to something morning, noon and night, but we want to make sure people know. Sometimes they say it's hard to find out about it. 
So um, certainly follow us on the socials and if you want to book in a time, you can just go to the website, you can go onto the calendar and find a time and a date that suits you. So what's the website? switchstartscale.com.au And is there any social media platform that you have, like Twitter or... Yeah. Can you... Um, so mostly we're using Facebook. Facebook, yeah. Uh, also LinkedIn if they reach out to, to me, to Wendy Perry specifically. And we also have YouTube and Twitter too. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for your tips and help for mm-hmm. so that viewers know where to start to have a business. Thank you so much for this for this uh, uh, guest for the podcast and hope to see you again. Yeah, no worries. And um, thank you so much for the invitation. It's been really lovely chatting with you today. Thank you so much, Wendy. So thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted in Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. It's Adelaide's podcast on Ozpod Syndicate. We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com